Hi, and Merry Christmas. Before we begin the episode, I just wanted to say a quick heartfelt thank you for listening to the podcast this year. I thought I'd offer you a little treat. In case you're looking for that perfect last-minute gift for someone, or if you'd like to add something special to your collection before the year's end. I've wanted to do something fun like this for a while, and this week seemed like the perfect opportunity to share it with you. A brief history. In 2014, after the cancellation of the Clone Wars animated series following the sale of Lucasfilm to Disney, Dark Horse Comics published a story arc that never made it to the small screen. The story was adapted into a four-episode comic miniseries called Son of Dathomir. It is the only Dark Horse comic to be considered canon presently in the Disney era. In it, Darth Maul, the current wielder of the legendary Darksaber, has become ruler of Mandalore. Darth Sidious, who we know as Palpatine, has encountered a problem that may derail his plans to rule the galaxy. Fearing the Night Sister leader Mother Talzin and her dark magic, Sidious uses Maul in order to locate and to destroy Talzin, removing her from his path to power. Along the way, Maul retaliates against his old master and captures Count Dooku and General Grievous. The series reaches an incredible climax with an arc-defining battle, Sidious and Grievous fighting against Maul and Talzin, who has inhabited Dooku's body through her dark magic. Okay, so now that you have a little context, would you like to own a page of original art from that canonical Star Wars series? If you're interested, go to the website Splash Page Comic Art, which you'll find at splashpageart.com. Type the name Darth Maul into the search feature, and you'll see two pages for sale. The first is page one of issue three, and begins with a conversation between Palpatine and Mace Windu. The second page occurs later in the issue. Page 21 shows the Jedi and the clones arriving to round up Maul's warriors after a battle with Maul and Dooku. It features Obi-Wan Kenobi in silhouette, along with Ayla Secura, Mace Windu, Republic gunships, and the clone troopers. Both pages are done in pencil by artist Juan Frigari, and the prices for each are very reasonable, especially for original Star Wars canonical art. I have no affiliation with the Splash Page comic art website other than purchasing some pages from the site over the years for my own collection. This is just a way to say thank you for listening to the podcast and to share something with you that might make a nice addition to your collection. I hope your holidays are a blessing for you and your family, and I wish you all the best for a healthy and productive new year. And now, let's start the episode. What was a notable Star Wars-related experience for you this year? Was it watching a series like Ahsoka or The Mandalorian for the first time? Or did you reconnect with one of the films from the Skywalker saga, this time viewing it with someone who had never seen it before? Did the experience revolve around a Star Wars convention, or possibly a toy show weekend? Or was it something a little more intimate, like a collector's meetup at the home of a friend? Did you celebrate something momentous in the company of other Star Wars fans? Did you pick up a key piece for your collection with the help of someone you met through a shared love for Star Wars? 
Or was it something that you and only you encountered as you traveled through the past 12 months? As fans and collectors, each of us have had some connective experiences around Star Wars and the hobby this year. Ones that shaped 2023 and made it memorable. This is a collection of some of those moments for our friends and fellow Star Wars fans. This is a look at some of the Star Wars-related experiences that resonated with them, in their own words. This is why we still love Star Wars and the communities it created. And this is Star Wars Prototypes and Production. episode, our fellow Star Wars fans shared the notable additions to their collections in 2023. In case you haven't heard the episode yet, or if you have and you enjoyed it, I'd like to share one more pickup story with you. Here is our friend from the North, Thomas Dickinson, to tell us a little more about two major vintage Kenner dream pieces that became a reality for him this year. Hi, this is Thomas Dickinson, and, uh, I think that, you know, the favorite addition to my collection from 2023 is probably these two outer DT sabers I picked up for uh, Darth Vader and Obi-Wan. Um, they're just the outers. They don't include the inner filaments, as they're called. Um, but, you know, aside from being extremely hard items to track down... Um, they also came to me in a way that, uh, you know, was important to me. I, uh, I had met some friends, uh, you know, I'm, I'm a big vintage loose Vader, uh, enthusiast. And, uh, I had met one guy in particular that was also a big vintage Vader enthusiast. And, uh, he and I, probably spent like two years just like comparing all of the different loose Vader figures we had and, you know, trying to figure out, you know, can you get the same country of origin stamp figures with like different plastics or maybe the accessories are made slightly differently. Um, anyways, this guy had like a remarkable ability to find things that really like, you know, at best, someone might hope to find one in their life. And I don't know how he did it, but he just, like... I think he's had, like, three or four uh, DT Obi-Wans of various conditions. Same with DT Vader's. Um, 
and pretty much all of them came to him for, you know, very little money. He, he just is very good at kind of eagle-eyeing these lots and taking a risk on things that, you know, I wouldn't touch with a 10-foot pole. But anyways, he, um, you know, he ended up making a find of a uh, complete Obi-Wan DT and a complete Vader DT and was able to pass on his, um, you know, outer DT Obi-Wan invader to me, um, which, you know, I was very, and still am very grateful for. Um, and you know, these are things that I probably with my luck would never find in the wild by myself. Um, and you know, every time I look at these pieces, I'm just kind of reminded of the the relationships that we form in this hobby and, you know, the kindness of friends. In addition to these collectible stories, I also asked each of our friends to share a memorable Star Wars-related experience from 2023. The request was as open-ended as possible, as I wanted each person to tell us about a moment from their year that resonated with them. I wanted to hear about an experience that they'd never forget, something that connected them to other fans and collectors, or something that made the highlight reel when they reflected on the previous 12 months. And what we have waiting for all of us is really special. These stories you're about to hear take us to places like Star Wars Celebration London and Galaxy's Edge. They take us into the homes of collectors for meetups throughout the year, in various parts of the United States. They bring us into conventions and toy shows. They recount the anniversary celebrations of everything from a collecting club's 20th and a film's 40th to a private screening of The Clone Wars 15th. They tell the tale of meeting friends in person for the first time, and the meals and moments that truly matter. These experiences challenge us to attend more events, to view collecting from a different perspective, and to do things previously unimaginable. If these are the highlights of 2023, I can't wait to see what our friends do in 2024. The end of the year is approaching quickly, so fill up your largest cup with a warm beverage, settle into someplace cozy, and let's hear about the Star Wars-related experiences that made 2023 so meaningful and so memorable. This is Daniel Uthman in Portland, Oregon. I want to talk about um, some of my favorite experiences around Star Wars in 2023. It's been a very um, busy in some ways, but just really fortunate year that I really appreciate. Um, some of the things that I was able to do was uh, go to Celebration in London, which was fantastic. And it will be uh, one of my biggest memories that I'll talk about in a moment. Another one was I finally, finally made it to the Georgia Summer Social. 
um, which was very much worth the trip. I can't recommend it enough. Um, just great people, great things to do. Um, so anyway, I want to sort of, I can't really narrow it down too far. So I want to, um, talk about three favorite experiences for the, for the year. Um, one was, uh, going around to film sites with Robert and Shannon Ortiz in London before celebration began. Um, it was just an awesome experience to walk where the, um, actors and crew were in London for parts of, um, season one of Andor. Um, anyway, I, if, if you do a little research, you can find probably a dozen places in England, um, that were used in that show and continue to be used in season two. And, um, I would highly recommend, uh, doing that sort of, uh, activity or tourist, um, action. So anyway, that was, let's put that at number three and we, you know, we can attach, um, celebration to it. Um, if you listen to the post celebration episode of this podcast, you'll hear also, um, some other experiences that, um, were pretty awesome for me there. Um, number two is, um, a sort of shortly planned or unplanned, um, two meal visit with David Quinn himself at the Marlboro diner in central Jersey. And, um, I was back in New Jersey for work, uh, in August and, um, didn't have a lot of time. It was kind of a whirlwind trip, but I was able to make time for, um, one dinner and then sort of a surprise, um, bonus brunch, um, on a, uh, Wednesday or Thursday, I can't remember what it was. Um, but anyway, it was just like, I was, I was all over like North Jersey and New York, but I still was able to figure out two times to zip down the highway to the Marlboro diner and meet up with David for some very, very long and fulfilling meals. And, um, also to see some um, pretty awesome pieces that David uh, has in his collection that don't always see the light of day. So um, I know they will one day, and I know people will have their jaws dropping when they do. So that was number two. And you're kind of like, how can we top, like, two private meals with David Quinn with no clock, you know? Well, this is maybe how I could top it is um, earlier in the year, around May 4th, in Portland, there was one sort of local theater that was showing a weekend of the original trilogy. And, um, as a family, we went on Friday night because they were showing episode four and we thought what a great way for our kids to experience, um, the movie. Like my, my daughter had seen episode four before, but my son who's seven had never seen any star Wars movie. Um, in fact, like, I think he'd only seen like YouTube clips of like Lego adventures and things. Um, but, um, we went to, uh, the movies and we only made it to the sale of the droids before my son was like, I'm ready to go. Like he was out. He was so over it. He was not into star Wars at all. Um, so that was like, you know, mid spring. And then by late summer, it completely flipped and 
it partly, and I know it might be hard for listeners of this podcast to believe this, but I can really credit a lot of it to Young Jedi Adventures, which he just completely clicked with. And then a lot of listeners to this podcast can identify this. The other thing that really um, got him hooked was um, Rebels and Clone Wars. Like, he's really into, like, battle droids and um, clone troopers. He's just, it's just completely flipped. Um, So probably my number one experience for this year will go down as the, the year that my son finally, like, embraced and got into Star Wars after, like, a decent amount of time with a total aversion to it. So anyway, um, I hope everyone has a great end of the year and a great 2024. And thanks for having me. Hi, David. It's Andrew again. I wanted to share a notable experience from 2023 related to collecting. It's been a busy year for me outside of Star Wars collecting in terms of just work and travel and life outside of Star Wars. And while I don't have an experience like an event, it's been an interesting experience for me in terms of changing my approach to collecting, where this year I've been taking action on a plan to focus on quality over quantity. As you know, I've been collecting since the 90s, since I was a little kid. I got a lot of stuff. I was a completist with the Hasbro figures, starting with the Power of the Force 2 figures through around 2009. I took a little bit of a break. I also have probably a complete run of the Kenner figures, carded and loose, almost, complete run. And then Vintage Collection, I definitely got caught up in Black Series, and that's just Hasbro. I've got General Giant, Master Replicas, Code of Akaya, just tons of stuff. And I really can't enjoy all of it. And it feels really heavy, and I really feel like it's a weight. And while I'm only in my 30s, and I don't expect to be going anywhere anytime soon, hopefully, if something was to happen, I would never want to burden my family with having to deal with this collection. Uh, My father, a long time ago, had passed away unexpectedly, and we were pretty much stuck with his baseball cards Engage Lionel trains. It was a lot of stuff. And I would never want to do that to anybody. And so I also just want to be able to enjoy it and feel lighter with it. And so I've started to sell off a lot of Hasbro and some statues from my collection that they don't bring me joy, uh, to quote Marie Kondo. <laughs> um, and it's been liberating to sell some pieces, but it also is feels like a huge mountain I'm climbing up in terms of trying to get through sorting everything, listing it, figuring out, just selling it on eBay at shows and all that kind of stuff. But I'm glad I took this step. Uh, I've been focusing more on the pre-production items in terms of my acquisitions. And I I get a lot of inspiration. And part of what made me take this action with the inspiration is looking at others' collections for what I want and what I don't want. And I see beautiful things like Ron Salvatore's and Yehuda and other uh, folks' collections that they share online. And there's really something to be said about a curated, more gallery look. Uh, Part of what's also allowed me to be more comfortable with letting go of the production items is seeing those opportunities like I know you do with your collection where you show the pre-production with the production piece. And that's a way to still hold on to some of the production pieces, but not having 
all of them and having boxes and boxes of them and not even being able to see them. Uh, I think also seeing people's collections where, I mean, the Black Series, they're great figures. I have respect for anyone who collects them. I mean, I have probably a ton of them. But just seeing them lined up on shelves sideways, I see that. And that just doesn't make me happy <laughs> in terms of something that I want for my collection. All the power to the people who love it. You, everyone should collect the way they want to collect. But um, just wanted to share that as my kind of experience with just at this a bit of a turning point with my collecting just to make sure I continue to enjoy the hobby. I don't feel the weight from it because if it gets to be too stressful, then it's not going to be enjoyable. It's not going to be that escape that I love um, from work and from other things. So that's my experience. Uh, Thank you for taking the time to listen and I will talk to you soon. Hi, this is Bill Cable. Uh, Favorite experience, Star Wars-related experience of 2023. Uh, That's a really easy one. After Star Wars Celebration London, I got to go to Tunisia, and I got to visit a bunch of different Star Wars filming locations. Uh, Visited both the exterior and interior of Luke's house on Tatooine. Uh, Visited the cantina visited the uh it's the the valley where luke was uh attacked by the tuscan raiders and they tore apart the uh, the land speeder and it was just totally awesome being in those spaces where they seeing like the environment had not changed at all um since the 1970s when they shot these things it was just exactly the same and being there in person Getting to see uh, where they film that stuff was just totally amazing. Hi, it's Brandon Weiss. My favorite Star Wars scene for 2023 was the appearance of Grand Admiral Thrawn in Ahsoka Episode 6. This brought me back to a point as a young adult in the mid-1990s when I re-entered the Star Wars universe. At the time, since there didn't appear to be any hope for new Star Wars movies, we had to rely on comics, books, and video games for any new Star Wars content. So to keep this passion alive, I started visiting comic book stores, and this is where I discovered the Dark Horse Heir to the Empire comic books. And this is where Thrawn made his first appearance. He also made a brief appearance in a Star Wars video game called Star Wars TIE Fighter. And then in 1998, he finally materialized as a toy action figure as part of Kenner's Star Wars Expanded Universe line. I thought this line was so cool, as each of the figures in this line had a card back that opened up into a little... 3D mini play scene. So as my collecting focus changed from collecting production toys to collecting pre-production toys, I've always been intrigued with the Power of the Force 2 era lines and sublines. Today, I have a small Thrawn pre-production run that's part of a bigger Power of the Force 2 and expanded universe run. Now that Thrawn has become canon, I really look forward to seeing what Disney has in store for Thrawn in future episodes. Hi, David. Carl here again um, in answer to the second part of your questions to wrap up the year. Um, Special events. I'm sure I won't be the only person to give this answer, but it was absolutely celebration for me. Uh, Really was the the highlight event 
for for the year. Just a great time <clears throat> to spend with friends, both old and new. And hands down, the collecting track sessions were were really the icing on the cake. Um, I managed to complete the full run of medallions and also place them in that really nice custom frame from Chris G as well. So a particularly memorable and special event and very much looking forward to Tokyo. Hi, it's Pat O'Brien from Australia. My favourite event for 2023 was by far Celebration in London. Being Australian, it's often difficult to meet other collectors because we're just so far away from everybody else. Uh, I've met a lot of the local guys, um, but some of the overseas guys that I've been talking to for years uh, was just a unique opportunity for me to get there and and see these people finally in person. Uh, People like Zia um, and uh, Matthew. Uh, Stanley Sung is uh, a guy that uh, I've been sharing chats about whiskey and Star Wars about for years. But by far my favourite and the person I really have been speaking to for at least 20 years was Marcus Salgert, another Darth Vader collector from Germany. It was um, just so much fun to finally meet these people and shoot the breeze, have a drink, talk about Star Wars, talk about life. And, uh, and of course, while I was there, I managed to pick up a nice baggy pack that I didn't have. Uh, my rules are that the baggy pack has to have Darth Vader in it, and this is one that I hadn't had before, and so I was able to pick that up and bring it back home and complete it, and it's off getting graded now. So it was just uh, just amazing, and um, I can't wait to go to Japan in 2025 and hopefully see them all there again. Hey, David, it's Richard Hutchinson here for the Vintage Rebellion podcast, and here is my second clip. So 2023 favourite film or series or event like Con Show Meetup. While it has to be Celebration London, it was absolutely wonderful. I could only manage two days this time, but I saw and managed to do everything that I wanted to do. Um as usual with Celebration Europe, you're never quite going to know what you're going to get. You don't quite get the big US crowds. You don't get the big US guests. But I have to say that it was really, really good. Not too busy at all. Really well organised. Met some wonderful, wonderful people for the first time and reunited with many of my US friends and friends from over in Europe also. So the after shows, the room sales, the, you know, the, the dinners that were put on, it was a wonderful experience and the highlight for that was being on the collecting track where we delivered our top 10 most interesting collectibles from Blighty. So all in all, an absolutely wonderful time. Never thought I'd have the opportunity to appear on a collecting track panel ever. Um, so I was absolutely delighted to be part of it. Uh, all in all, Celebration Europe 2023, wonderful. I just wish I could make it to Japan as well. But I'll definitely get over to the US at some point soon to catch up on some of those great meetups. Take care, guys, and enjoy the Christmas period. Hi, David. This is uh, ZRSV. My best memory for this year must be a Celebration in London earlier this year. Uh, this was such a great experience. I loved every single moment moment of it. Uh, I wish I could relive it, um, especially really it's, it's, it's about the people, I think, at the end of the day. Um, meeting friends, uh, people I admire in the hobby. Um, it was just a wonderful, wonderful uh, event. I really enjoyed it. And um, yeah, and I hope I can make the next one, but uh, we'll see. 
Hey David, it's Chris Vargas again. My favorite Star Wars memory of the year was getting down to Galaxy's Edge again with the family and having the opportunity to ride Rise of the Resistance with everybody. Last year, my youngest son wasn't tall enough to get on the ride. This year he was. So that really got everybody reinvigorated in Star Wars again and uh, had them very excited leaving the park for watching Star Wars movies and playing with Star Wars toys. I want to wish everybody a happy new year, and I hope that we all have a healthy and safe year coming up next year where we can make more Star Wars memories with our family and our friends. Hey guys, Chris Majes coming at you one more time from Okinawa, Japan. So this year uh, has been a good year for Star Wars. Easily my my best Star Wars memory of 2023 was our trip to uh, California to go to Batu West. Um, we had written it off, man. You know, living in Japan, Tokyo Disney doesn't have a Galaxy's Edge. And while we had planned to go when it opened up, my mom passed in 2018. My dad moved over here shortly after that. Um, and then we were still going to go in 2020, but the pandemic hit. And we ended up having to reallocate the funds for that for kids' schooling. Um, you know, kids got to come first. That's what parents do. But about May of this year, my youngest daughter, who's now 14, you know, came to me and asked, can we do States one more time? Because, you know, she remember the last time we went and she really wanted to have a memory. And, you know, my wife and I talked about it and I was like, yeah, the kids are getting older. It's about time for them to start heading out the house. This could be our last big family vacation. So we did it, man. We put it together. We made it happen. We spent three days in uh, Disneyland and easily... A lot of that time, the first two days especially, was spent at Galaxy's Edge. Uh, we built lightsabers, built droids, uh, had an amazing experience with my family, all Star Wars related. We did see the rest of Disneyland, although I could have stayed at Galaxy's Edge the entire time. And it was a great, big, amazing trip. But the cherry on top of the Sunday for the Galaxy's Edge, you know, the whole thing is my family and being there with them and experiencing that. But it was this cast member I got talking to. Um, I had read the, the, the Black Spider books. Um, and with the second one, a main character, a girl named uh, Vi Marotti. And she's a physical character in the park. So I went over and I was asking one of the cast members if people have trouble understanding who this person is, you know, in character. And the thing about Galaxy's Edge and Black Spider is, man, you have to speak in world. You can't, you know, they don't understand the outside world. They got to stay in character. So we spent about a good 15 minutes talking to them, and I did. And this one cast member, man, I, I wish I would have got his name. Um, an amazing individual. He had green fingernails. I remember that. But, you know, he asked me if I knew the name of the outpost. I said, of course, Black Spired. He goes, oh, you are well, you know, versed. But I'm also 501st Legion, so I was flying my colors. I was wearing my racing shirt. So he went over and got his front line cue for Smuggler's uh, Run. But, you know, we were waiting on my cousin, and they, yeah, they had a baby-changing thing to do. So, you know, we had to bow out of that, unfortunately. We already rode it once. It's a great ride. Um, but uh, so he went over, and he picked up uh, Ray and Chewbacca and brought them over to meet me. And immediately, you know, with my stormtroop on the back of my shirt, Chewie starts, you know, growling at me. So I growl back at him, and we had a long conversation. And, you know, I was explaining about the 501st Legion to him. Um, you know, bad guys doing good. And, you know, Ray was really cool and Chewbacca was awesome. We ended up shaking hands and having a great, great time all down to that cast member who pulled that together and just made that experience even better than it already was. So if you guys haven't been, I mean, put it on the list, man. You got to go to Galaxy's Edge. It's an amazing trip. You know, we built lightsabers, built droids, um, bought way too much, but God, 
it was an amazing thing. Um, easily the best memory of 2023. All right. Well, you guys take care. Um, have a good 2024 and do your best to visit Galaxy's Edge. Hi, this is Fonz Napolitano. David Quinn asked us for uh, two things for this podcast. He asked us for our best experience of 2023 and our best acquisition of 2023. And while I didn't have uh, a lot of great acquisitions this year, I had a lot of unbelievable experiences. But far and away, the best experience I had was going to Galaxy's Edge. Katie and I went with Brian and Sandra Emery because uh, Brian and, or I'm sorry, uh, Sandra and Katie have become friends uh, through the various meetups. And we went there for five days and two days we spent in Galaxy's Edge and we had an unbelievable time. We went on the Rise of Resistance several times. We went on the Millennium Falcon ride several times. We went to Doc Andor's for a drink. Uh, we built a lightsaber, which was an unbelievable experience. We went to... Uh, Doc Andor, or oh, I'm sorry, Olga's Cantina and Doc Andor's uh, several times. We had a Ronto wrap, which was very good actually, and uh, I think we're going to have Rancor wraps. It's going to be a little different, but we're going to have Rancor wraps at the next FonzCon, so I'm excited to do that. But we also went to the Gathering of the Lightsabers on May the 4th which was kind of hosted by the 501st. Uh, and that was really neat to see because all the fans, the line was huge to get in. And uh, they all brought their lightsabers and gathered at, uh, I think it was like 11 o'clock or something like that. But it was a lot of fun to see that right in front of the Millennium Falcon. Uh, Katie and Sandra were standing somewhere where they weren't supposed to or, well, we didn't know that, but one of the 501st guys, you know, yelled at them, so I had to get in his face. But other than that, it was a fantastic time, and I also had a great time going to five meetups this year. I started out with TomCon in February, the week before the Super Bowl, which is the Empire State Club's uh, biggest event usually every year. Followed that by the Emory Strikes Back during the summer, and the week after that, I went to the Ontario Group's May the 4th and had a fantastic time and met a lot of ex-Kenner uh, uh, Canada employees. I think it's Irwin Toys. Uh, met the guy that was responsible for the skin wrap General Veers. That was exciting. After that, I went to FJD Robertus's house for the Freaky Falk right before Halloween. Another great time. And I ended the year uh, with the Pennsylvania Club at Sithmas, hosted by Mike DiStefano. It was an unbelievable year for meetups, great time at Galaxy's Edge, and uh, the experiences I had this year I'll never forget, and I hope to repeat it in 2024. Hi, David. This is Alon Bartlett from the San Francisco Bay Area in California. My favorite Star Wars experience from 2023 is definitely attending the Georgia Alliance of Star Wars Collectors' fifth annual summer social hosted by Narayan Nike. It was in mid-July, and I flew in with my good friend Trevor Wenzel. We took a red eye, so ended up 
driving straight from the airport directly to the event where I proceeded to meet so many new great folks as well as a lot of people I've known for many years. The day was filled with activities such as tournaments to play billiards, table tennis, and cornhole. I participated in the first two of those and I won second place in each, so was awarded trophies made of action figures of Yoda and Boba Fett, and they are now such honored collectibles in my collection, and their personal meaning makes them absolutely priceless to me. The day also included a Star Wars trivia contest, I did terribly, a presentation by a Kenner employee, delicious lunch from a food truck, lots and lots of swag, of course, and it ended with what else? room sales. I really appreciate all the people who contributed to make the day so special. And my absolute favorite thing was just connecting with and talking to people. Since then, I've stayed in touch with a bunch of people on Facebook. So I really look forward to seeing them again, either at the Rogue Fun event next year, or at some other future meetups or celebrations. The following day, I was able to visit my oldest friend in the collecting community, Tom Derby. It was great to see him on his home turf, and it was made even more special by the fact that he was holding four of my carded Uze figures, which are too fragile to mail, so I carried them home from the trip and now have them on display as the centerpiece of my collection. Hey, it's Jason Wasolko again. I think my favorite moment of 2023 would have to be uh, when we put on a toy show this year, the Georgia Alliance of Star Wars Collectors in coordination with the 501st, with a local toy shop called uh, Second Chance. We put on a toy show uh, in May um, uh, just to just to put one on and, and get people together and try to buy and sell toys and share a moment with each other and, and hang out. And I think it was relatively successful. We raised money for the Children's Healthcare of Atlanta, which was... Uh, the Georgia Alliance's main charity of choice. It's a local healthcare network. And it was a great time, and everyone seemed to have fun. We had a great day. I think it gave us the confidence we needed to say we could do something bigger, which is why in 2024 I'm very excited to be putting on Rogue Fun here in Atlanta, and I hope everyone will have fun with that. And I'm very much looking forward to meeting David Quinn for the first time in 2024. That should be fun, but... Yeah, I think uh, event planning with Glenn and Orion, um, anytime I hang out with those gents, it's just a a great time, and I'm looking forward to doing more of that this year. Hello, this is Jonathan Peck, and I'm here to tell you my favorite Star Wars-related experience that occurred in 2023. The Northeast Star Wars Collectors Club had a charity fundraiser and a 15th anniversary screening of The Clone Wars in Newtown, Connecticut for an animal shelter. Now, the thing that was special about this occasion was not just the fundraiser and the viewing of the Clone Wars. We also celebrated one of our members and good friends of many people that are listening right now, Mike Cooper. So we gave him a surprise birthday party at Peppy's Pizza. We got him a birthday cake since he loves the Ramones, and it was a Clone Wars-themed day. We got, instead of the Ramones, it's the Clones, uh, an album cover. Uh, Rocket the Russia, basically a, a parody of that. 
So that was really fun for, for that reason. It was a really, really great time. It was great to raise funds for the East Haven Animal Shelter. And after that, well, the fun wasn't over because we also got to help with another fundraiser. Sean Moynihan uh, had a Life Day fundraiser for the holiday special online. So after that event in Newtown, Connecticut, we went to Gordy Owens' house, and Mark Rusciano was there. Uh, he's known as the AV guy, and he's one uh, who set up everything for that event, for uh, the Life Day event, for Sean, who was raising funds for a Hot Shot soccer team and Toys for Tots. So it was really, really just a fun day from beginning to end, just all stars related, uh, all charities, and just all fun hanging out with friends. And uh, we ate an obscene amount of food also that day. So I want to thank you, David, for asking me to contribute to this. Uh, it was Really, really, 2023 was a fun year. I wish I could have accomplished more, but I, I really can't complain. It was a lot of fun, and I can't wait to hear everyone else's experience in 2023. Hi, it's Mike Cooper again from Hamden, Connecticut. And um, a moment that um, really stood out, or an event actually that really stood out this year, uh, looking back at 2023, was um, the Northeast Star Wars Collectors Club had a meetup a few weeks ago back in November, um, which happened to coincide with my 44th birthday um, and also the 15th anniversary of the Dave Filoni Clone Wars uh, aspect of the universe. Um, the club rented out a, a, a a movie theater in Newtown, Connecticut, to have a showing of uh, the first Clone Wars animated movie, which um, was a little bit better than I remember it being. But um, the part which uh, the part of the event that really stood out to me was just how cool the club members were. They, um, being that was my birthday, um, when we went out to eat at uh, Pepe's Pizza in Danbury, uh, they unveiled a cake that had. Um, the it was a, a parody of the Ramones' third album called "Rocket to Russia," and instead of the members of the Ramones' um, faces, it had cl they all had clone trooper helmets on it, and it said "Gunship to the Galaxy." And uh, I, I, I thought it was hilarious, and uh, I was really touched by that, um, being that I have this like goofy um, affinity for the Ramones. So uh, that was head and shoulders, uh, my favorite uh, collecting community event of the year. Anyway, happy holidays, everybody. Hi, David. Tom Boone here again uh, for the best event, the best fan event of 2023 uh, for me here in the D.C. area would have to be the 20th anniversary gala event for the D.C. Star Wars Collecting Club. 
myself and members of the board and other members in the group really worked hard to put this together. It was a, a great weekend. Um, we had collections of collectors open so people could come and visit our collections. And then um, I believe it was April. I can't remember the weekend right now, but it was in April, uh, whatever that weekend was. We rented out the AFI Silver Theater in Silver Spring, Maryland. We played a brand new print of uh, Return of the Jedi, if, if you call them prints anymore. We, we got the digital package from Lucasfilm, so it was an official presentation of Return of the Jedi. And in addition to that, uh, we were able to play some um, clips of our members um, on the news and various events of ours on the big screen, which was a lot of fun, and uh, a screening of Waiting for Jar Jar, which was a George Lucas uh, fan film winner uh, at Celebration 2, I think, in 2002. It also starred one of our uh, club members, Eric Janicki. So it was a lot of fun to see that on the big screen. And big shout out to Mark Ruciano, who did a great job of sort of remastering the film and making it presentable for a big screen on a modern uh, presentation. So thank you, Mark, for that. But other than that, it was, it was a really great day. Like I said, we had the collections open one day, we had the theater open, and then we had a big dinner afterwards with a silent auction uh, that benefited uh, some of our charities that we um, that we support with our pin sales. So it was a really, really great weekend. I was really proud to be a part of it. And um, hopefully everybody else enjoyed it as much as I did. So yeah, that's that was my favorite event of 2023. Hi, it's Danny Katzel. My favorite meetup this year was definitely Sithmas at Mike DiStefano's house. This was my first time, and it won't be my last. The highlight, of course, was meeting David Quinn and so many other collecting friends in person. It's a very surreal experience walking into a room to see a group of people you know so well from social media but have never been in the same room before. It was very different compared to seven years ago when I attended an international collector's event. Back then, I only knew a few people and spent most of the evening as a wallflower. Everyone I saw, I had to introduce myself and what, tell them what I collected. This time, I was welcomed with hugs and jumped right into conversations about new acquisitions that someone thought I would like to know about, or to get my advice about them. It felt more like a class reunion than a collector's meetup. I can't wait to go again next year. Hey, David. It's Marcus from Northern Virginia. So I guess the most exciting meetup that I think I participated in this year it's probably going to be one that a lot of people are also going to repeat, and I'm probably not original with this idea, but it's uh, attending this year's Sithmas held in Pennsylvania by, of course, the most gracious host, Mike DiStefano. This year was the second year that I attended, and I can tell you how, how great it is to be around 70, 80 people, just like-minded people, having fun, just you know, from all over the place. I think there was people from a half dozen states and at least one other country and meeting some of these people for only the second time. The first would have been the year before when I went to Sismuth in 2022. Although I only went for the actual event, I was not one of the unfortunate ones to come a day early or stay for breakfast the next day. I still felt, you know, it was a great event. And what I really enjoyed about this year was that I had listened to one of your previous podcasts where Mike talked about the logistics behind it all. I'm a big fan of peeking behind the curtain. And it was pretty awesome to actually know how much work and effort took by uh, Mike and his family and, and some of the volunteers that help him out. It took my appreciation for what was just simply maybe some people would think great food and the white bantha 
and looking at the great collection that is so well curated, it just takes it even to another level to know how much work is done and how much dedication he, uh, he puts to that event. So, again, I look forward to next year. Hello, this is Joe O'Neill again from the Empire State Star Wars Collectors Club. Wanted to share some of my favorite uh, moments from 2023. Um, I feel it was my return to uh, going to meetups, which was nice. So my wife and I, we uh, had twin boys a couple years ago. We've also got a daughter as well. So having kids, young kids, keeps you busy. Can't get out of the house as often as I would like. But this year, I made a real effort to get to some meetups. So um, for me, getting down to FJ's place uh, in Jersey, uh, FJ, Dave Robertis. And then um, that was a great, great time. He's got an amazing collection. Um, you know, him and his partner were just so welcoming, so inviting. And just great to see everybody again after so long. Uh, and then it felt like maybe a month or two later, there was the uh, very Merry Sithmas party at Mike DeStefano's place in PA. So that was great. Huge turnout. Uh, meeting of multiple collector groups so just a a great time overall and hoping to sneak one more little kind of mini meetup in before the end of the year but we'll see Uh, but overall just getting to be around friends seeing old friends meeting new friends um, you know that's really what the collecting hobby is is all about all right everybody have a great rest of 2023 and we'll see you next year It's John Miko, and my favorite Star Wars experience of 23, without a doubt, is attending San Diego Comic-Con. It's always been a bucket list item of mine, and it was great to finally be able to attend and experience everything it has to offer. The best part was, of course, attending the Hasbro panel, where they unveiled the next HasLab, the Ghost and Crew. We also got to see it up close. We even got to touch it. Um, It was uh, surprising to see it was fully decoed and almost complete. And we also got to interview the, the Hasbro Star Wars brand team and just chat with them over the course of the weekend. So, uh, and I'll be remiss if I didn't say that it was just such a wonderful time spending, uh, spending it with close Star Wars friends. So shout out to Augustine and Ariel, which are our pros at the convention circuit and brought me along, uh, on what a fun adventure. Hi, it's John Francois Roland. And my favorite Star Wars-related experience from 2023 will be a convention in the south of France when I have to do for the very first time a speech in the front of the people to explain how I create my Star Wars Connector Line book. This is something I'd never done before, so it was, even if I know the subject pretty well, it's quite something to be on stage in front of an audience to find a proper word to explain from the childhood when you get your very first toy until the starting point when 
I started to work on the book for the very first time, the book layout and everything, and couldn't sleep that good the night before, I felt released when I see smile on people's face and applause at the end of the 30 minutes of explanation and was quite happy to answer the question at the end of the show. So because of that, 2023 will remain a very special year for me as it will be the year, the very first time I could talk about my book with people on stage in the convention. Hey David, it's Glenn from Atlanta. My uh, number part two answer to your question, um, favorite Star Wars experience or collecting experience was uh, Vanessa Marshall, who played Hera Syndulla on Rebels, uh, came to Chattanooga, which was only like an hour and a half from uh, from me. So I decided to shoot up there uh, for the day and, and got to meet her and uh, spent probably 20, 30 minutes talking to her uh, about Star Wars and about Rebels. I mean, as much as she could, could really talk uh, with the strikes and everything going on. And, um, you know, just getting to hear her experience says uh you know doing the voice of Hera and and uh then they did a panel it was her James Arnold Taylor and the girl who played Satine they did a panel and that was just really cool uh sitting through that and uh being able to spend spend time with her where you're not at a crowded convention center and uh you know there's not a long line uh to to get autographs so she's willing to spend the time with with the fan and uh, it was just cool getting to meet her, um, you know, and it was definitely uh, probably my best Star Wars experience of uh, 2023. Hey, David, it's Matthew Molinaro again. This year, as some may know, um, I and a few other collectors in the area invited around 100 of our friends and fellow collectors to visit our homes. It was an international collecting event, 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 event. Um, they were there to tour our collections, just basically fill a long weekend with friendship, collectibles, and debauchery, really. Uh, for those listening that were there, I would just like to say that breakfast is the most important beer of the day. So if you know, you know. So that was by far the highlight to my year, but I've also spent many other wonderful weekends catching up with friends at toy shows, in their homes, other non-toy-related events, just going to movies and concerts and such. So that, more than anything else, is what keeps me in this hobby. It's not so much about the stuff I have, but the people that I'm able to share it with that counts. So I hope you had a spectacular week, spectacular year as well, and wish you an even better one next year. Bye, David. Hi David, uh, this is Craig again in the UK. Um, due to ill health, uh, I, I wasn't able to go into any uh, meetups or any uh, um, conventions this year. But um, my my friend Brian helped me recently uh, on acquiring two very beautiful pieces for my modern 
part of my Luke Jenny focus uh, to to proofs and uh, during the course of helping me we ended up talking uh, via via messenger and that was the first for us both you know we've uh, messaged each other over the years uh, we've neither of us picked up the kind of phone so to speak to, to actually talk in person and it was great just to chat to my old friend and uh, hear his voice for the first time. Uh, it's a shame I couldn't uh, meet him in celebration uh, down in London earlier on in the year. Uh, and I, I do regret not being able to see him, but it was great to talk to him. And I think I'll, I'll, uh, I think I'll remember that time for a long time as a, as, a, as it's great just to, just to chat away to him. Thanks. Hey, this is Kevin Mann. Um, greatest Star Wars moment of 2023. Um, gosh, I'm so out of the loop. I don't get to a lot of meetings with people, which I, I, I'm sad about. And um, I'm way behind the average Star Wars collector as far as acquiring new items. But um, I occasionally cross paths or have a Star Wars experience. And the one that uh, sticks out for me. There's a guy that comes to some of the local shows up in uh, Maine and New Hampshire. Uh, his name's Kevin Leal. Does a lot of the patches for uh, like for celebration, celebration, or um, I guess he's been at a number of those shows. Uh, graphic designer. He goes by Norse Legion on Instagram. But really interesting guy. He uh, approached me at my booth in um, a show we call the the Dover Super Show, Dover, New Hampshire, and he asked me about a, a box ad at that I had for sale. He had a friend who was interested in it. Um, Kevin negotiated with me, and we made a deal. And part of the deal was he he included a couple of his uh, signature Guinness glasses that have. Uh, ben Kenobi on the front of him in the the Guinness logo for the Guinness beer. <laughs> so Ke- Kevin, I think, is a, a great guy, very talented. Love to see what kind of work he does. Uh, made a great transaction with me, which was Star Wars related, and um, that was a fun highlight um, interaction for the year. Um, wish all you Star Wars fans out there a um, Merry Christmas, Happy Holidays, and a Happy New Year. Hi, my name is Jeremy Reeves, and my favorite Star Wars-related experience from 2023 took place September 30th, 2023. I had a chance to fly from Athens, Georgia, all the way to the West Coast to visit my brother, who lives in California, And on September 30th, 2023, we went to Rancho Obi-Wan to see the world's largest private collection, Rancho Obi-Wan, owned and operated by none other than Steve Sansweet. While I was on that tour with my brother, I've known Ian Mason for two or three years through Facebook, we've done many a Facebook chat, we've done many a Facebook live videos, but I actually had a chance to meet Ian Mason in person. 
I've had a chance to meet Steve Sansweet twice in person at Dragon Con, which would have been in 2005, 2006, when he was an attendant just trying to look for Star Wars items. And back in 2012, excuse me, back in 2016, 2016, Steve Sansweet and I wound up being in the same newsreel together about a guy in Marietta, Georgia, which is two hours from Athens, that stole some items from his collection and wound up selling it on eBay. And Adam Harding, who worked for CBS 46 News at the time, wanted to interview Steve Sansweet and Georgia collectors of Star Wars. So I had a chance to be in that newsreel with Steve Sansweet, so that was really cool. But to be able to see Steve Sansweet's collection firsthand was amazing. Being able to have my brother there along with meeting in Mason and in Mason's mom and in Mason's grandfather, it was just a really cool experience. And in Mason has been refurbishing my vehicles in Nebraska. So Ian and my brother had a chance to talk about in refurbishing my brother's B-Wing, who my brother went to sell his B-Wing at garage sale, and I bought it for five bucks. He wouldn't give it to me. I had to buy it. So <laughs> it was really neat being able to hear Ian talk about how he was refurbishing the B-Wing, being able to, for my brother to really appreciate what Ian Mason was doing. And while we're going through Steve Sansweet's multi-collection at Rancho Obi-Wan, lo and behold, there was a vintage B-Wing. So we were all able to sit there and not only talk about the B-Wing, but see a vintage one. And it was just really an amazing experience. So, yes, so that would definitely be my big Star Wars experience in 2023. Hey, David, Joel Slater again. The best experience of 2023 had to be the Chicago Toy Show and going and staying at Airbnb with Robert Ortiz, Jimmy Mack, Toby Black, Chris Porteous, Todd Thornhill. Um, And then we got to get up to uh, Wisconsin and see David White's collection. But that weekend was just a blast and... We just talked tons of Star Wars and just laughed a ton and just had a great time together. Um, and, and then being able to kind of replicate that again in October with uh, just with David at uh, at, the, at the Xenia show was also um, a great experience. So just those times where we can get together like that and just hang out and and just nerd out and just have a blast is always a highlight for me. This is David Carr, uh, a big fan and Star Wars collector for many, many years, <laughs> to the point where I actually started a little uh, collectible uh, shop, if you will, called Lightside Collectibles uh, a number of years ago. And so 
Um, I still collect, obviously, for myself, but I also buy, sell, and trade over the years. And so just a fun little story here. Uh, I live in a little rural community up in the mountains here in Southern California, and I was out with my wife um, and just recounting a fun Star Wars story from 2023 here that uh, we were out and we had breakfast and and there was a little... um, thrift store in our town, which I had been to in my life. like, hey, you want to stop in there? I'm like, oh, I guess so. You know, um, I've never really find much of anything Star Wars in, in a thrift store nowadays. But I, I went in there walking through the store um, and I see a, a dirty old uh, Return of the Jedi X-Wing kind of poking out in the pile of, of other broken toys and whatnot and other things in there. And I'm like, oh, wow. Uh, so I kind of, my wife jokes with me, I kind of push her out of the way gently uh, as I ran, kind of moving over there to check it out. And um, lo and behold, there's a box of toys and I recognize instantly their, their vintage Star Wars toys. And I, I just, uh, I didn't barely even hardly dig through it. I just was like, I looked around and basically it was an old dusty box of toys, um, primarily from Return of the Jedi. Um, but, uh, I knew, I mean, I'm like, I gotta just grab this, see what, what I can get for this. There was nothing with price. I, I, I just said, I piled it all in the box. I'll, uh, I'll share a link with it. Um, uh, you can look it up on Lightside Collectibles, my uh, little Instagram page there, but I took it to the counter and, and, you know, no price. I just said, Hey, how much is this? He's like, you know, we've got so many toys. We're just trying to get them out of here. And he's like, how about $5? <laughs> like, I couldn't get the $5 out of my wallet fast enough to give him to this box. But in that box was a beautiful collection. Um, I was just really honored to be able to take part of that uh, into my own personal collection. I, I've had since traded and, and sold a few things here and there through my, my collectible shop. But it, almost a complete Ewok village, a Jabba dungeon set, a Jabba set, a uh, couple of the Power of the Force figures, EV99, which was in great condition, um, uh, kind of a rougher Barada, uh, a man of man staff, not a man of man, he was missing. But, and nonetheless, it was just really fun to find this in the wild, which I have never, I, I mean, I've been collecting for a long time. It's not something I've seen in ever, and especially not in my town recently. And to have my wife there to experience and see it with me in real time was a lot of fun. And just to share that with my kids, my kids couldn't believe it when I brought it home and shared it with them. Um, so it was really fun to have that experience, have my wife literally there with me, bring it home with the kids, let them see it and know, and my kids are 17 and 14, so they they get, they get it, uh, and then to be able to share that and be a part of uh, this little history uh, in our little town. So that was a really fun memory, and I, I don't know if I'll ever quite find something like that again in a while, but I, I'm really glad that I just turned 50 this year, so it was just recently close to my birthday. So I'm thankful for the memory, and I'm glad that I can bring it to you and share it with you here. So may the force be with you. Enjoy, and Merry Christmas. Thanks so much. Hello, my name's Robert Meglio. Uh, I'd say my favorite moment, Star Wars moment of uh, 2023 is going to ToyCon, which is short for Connecticut, Toy Connecticut. And uh, I went with John Pack and we ran into Michael Cooper there from the Northeast uh, chapter. And uh, I found a Bark Speeder. From Revenge of the Sith, mint and sealed box for eight bucks, and I grabbed it. Uh, so going to a toy show like that was 
one of the moments of the year, definitely for uh, 2023. Uh, and I want to try to go to more toy shows in 2024. Uh, they're a lot of fun. Uh, you sometimes run into people that you know from the collecting groups or your own chapter or or other sh- chapters as well. So yeah, it, it's it's good to see everyone face to face. So uh, I'd say that's definitely my moment of 2023. Uh, Toy Con with John Peck and Michael Cooper. Hey, it's Thomas Dickinson, and uh, I think the thing that I'm going to look back on 2023 the most about is uh, uh, it's not really my favorite experience, but it it definitely is a memorable one. Um, a shop that I had been going to since oh geez, I don't know, it was probably like seven years old. Um, Finally closed it down its doors. Um, it was called Cool Stuff Toys. I think it was originally called Pack Rats when I first started going. Um, but it was run by a guy named Jeff Smith uh, in Hamilton, Ontario. Jeff was a great guy, uh, really good with kids. Um, you know, ran a yearly um, charitable drive to donate to the local hospital. Um, Really good guy. Store was a little overwhelming at times. Uh, lots of stuff. Um, you never knew what you would find in there. Um, but yeah, it uh, the whole row of buildings that he was in ended up getting bought out by a different developer and rezoned, and it was just a whole messy situation. And he kind of just decided enough is enough. Um, I I didn't really have a lot of opportunity to go and see him for the past several years, just because Hamilton is, you know, in good traffic, a one hour drive away from me both ways, um, and life, you know. Um, but I made a point of going out to see him before the store shut down for good, and I'm really glad I did. Uh, you know, when I was a kid, I used to go there all the time with my mom and my dad, and, uh, you know, luckily my mom is still around, so I told my mom he was shutting down and she wanted to go see him too. So we got in a car and drove out there and went and said hi and bye and got to look at the store one last time. And it, it was really nice. It was nice to see him. Uh, nice to see the store, um, you know, still keep in touch online. Um, but yeah, you know, times have change and at least we can stay in touch. Those are some of the memorable Star Wars-related experiences from 2023, as told by our friends and fellow collectors. Again, I'd like to extend a wampa-sized thank you to Alon Bartlett, Tom Boone, Bill Cable, David W. Carr, Mike Cooper, Thomas Dickinson, Marcus Galloway, Rich Hutchinson, Danny Katzel, Peter LaRose, Chris Majeski, Kevin Mann, Rob Meglio, John Miko, Matthew Molinaro, Fonz Napolitano, Pat O'Brien, Joe O'Neill, John Peck, Carl Reeder, Jeremy Reeves, Zia Resvi, 
Jean-Francois Roland, Joel Slater, Andrew Agnello, Craig Thomas, Daniel Uthman, Chris Vargas, Brandon Vise, Jason Wasuko, and Glenn Williams. Your stories were profound and wonderful, and captured everything that makes our hobby and our community so special. I'm honored to call each of you my friend, and I hope to share in some of the experiences that await us in 2024. Our recap of 2023 isn't finished quite yet. In the next episode, I'll share some of my thoughts on the year through the moments and episodes that shaped it. Here's to the joyous holiday season. I can't wait to travel back through the past 12 months again with you, next time on Star Wars Prototypes and Production. (laughs) 